Hi guys, this is Trevor Thibault, and today for my second podcast, I'll be talking about the advancements and more specifically the gear of World War One that each Allied power uh, wore, like their jackets, their pants, and like what their uniforms looked like. Um, it gets kind of repetitive, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, and I'll only be focusing on the Allied powers for this. So to begin, I'll start with the French. Um, the French soldier is called a Pew Pew, I'm, I'm not really sure how to say it, but it's spelled P-I-O-U-P-I-O-U, and uh, that means young soldier. Um, the French uniform, uh, their mentality is, it reflects the all-out attack mentality, so it is uh, bold in color, so it's, it's more specifically, it's blue and red. Um, they wear a light blue coat, which is wool, a blue kepi, which is their cap, and that's made out of wool and cotton. Uh, their jacket is dark blue and is also made out of wool. They wear red trousers and black leather ankle-high boots. Um, for their equipment, they have uh, cartridge pouches, which is made out of black leather, a metal canteen, a hemp or canvas uh, haversack, which carried two pairs of shoes, their uh, trench boots and uh, just regular shoes. Um, they have a black canvas backpack, which carried everything. It carried their portable e-tools, which consisted of a shovel for digging slash uh, fixing their trenches, a.k.a. a trench tool, uh, a hatchet, a pick, a bill hook, a saw, wire cutters for the barbed wire in no man's land, and mess pots for food. Um, their camping implements uh, consisted of a mess tin, a stew pot, a lantern, a canvas bucket, which is also known as a tent, and a coffee grinder. And their weapons were a chachat, which is a rifle, and a model 1886 uh, level. And they also had a bladed bayonet. Uh, next, I'll be talking about Great Britain. And they were considered the best equipped army of its time. And they were also the first to use camouflage, which was pretty much just uh, khaki color, and they would add some camouflage to it. Um, so their tunic was made out of wool and it was khaki in color and uh, had a variety of patches on it that was sewed in, uh, varying in rank. Um, they had a packed cap, which was wool and also khaki in color. Uh, their trousers were khaki and they had ammunition, ammunition boots, which were brown, and, uh, brown leather. And an interesting thing about the Brit British Army is they had different variations of their uh, uh, uniform. They had the tropical, which is lighter in weight and color. Um, the Scottish, which uh, this one didn't have the front skirt like the regular Great Britain, uh, Great Britain Army. Um, they used webbing pouches instead of leather on uh, belt for on their belts for ammo to uh, save leather. And uh, their haversack held their trench tool and mess tin. And they also uh, carried personal items like many of the other armies, like cards, books, letters, etc. Um, they also carried their rations, and they were the first to use a gas mask, so they carried that as well. Um, they had the Webley revolver pistol, um, regular rifles, regular machine guns, hand grenades, and they also carried a bladed bayonet. Uh, now I'll talk about the Russian army. Um, they actually did not have a lot of information about them that I found because they are considered the worst prepared army for the war. Um, they actually got most of their supplies from their enemy, Germany, and... Uh, their uniform style and uh, style and color depended on their rank. Um, their jacket was wool and was khaki in color. Their trousers were navy blue with a red stripe going down the side. 
they had a big warm fur hat because they're in Russia, which is very cold, and they had black leather boots, and they got all their guns from Germany. Um, lastly, I'll talk about the U, uh, United States Army, and they were called uh, a doughboy. They joined the Army in 1917, so they're uh, pretty late to the war, so they're the, uh, very prepared for it. Um, they're tanned in color with a hint of olive green, which is now known as their signature color. Um, their headwear was a campaign hat, which was brown, and uh, they originally wore it on the Mexican border, and it looks very cowboy hat-like. Um, they also received an overseas cap, which is olive, and is issued uh, on the soldier's arrival in France, and this is like a very small cap, and they also had a helmet, which is brown. And then they had, the, the color was called olive drab, which is uh, short for, which is OD, so they had the OD shirt and the OD trousers. They had uh, putis, or also known as tights, which are also olive in color. Uh, trench shoes, which are brown leather. A khaki blouse coat and a uh, khaki with a hint of olive trench coat. Um, they also carried personal items. They carried a meat and condiment can for uh, food, salt, pepper, and stuff like that. Um, they carried a sewing kit to fix their uniform because a lot of them got ruined in no man's land. Uh, they carried a shaving kit and a soap dish for hygiene. Um, they also carried a shelter half and pegs, which is also known as their tent. Uh, they carried a shovel, also known as a trench tool. Wire cutters for barbed wire in no, no man's land. A uh, metal canteen and cup. And a gas mask with a bag with it. They also carried for their weapons a Springfield bayonet, A M1903.3 uh, caliber rifle. And an M1... 911.45 caliber pistol. So, like I said, uh, there's a lot of advancements in World War One, and those advancements included uh, camo, and camo was developed from cubism, and cubism is an early 20th century style and movement in art in which perspective with a single viewpoint was abandoned, and it was uh, made of a single geometric shape, interlocking planes, and collage. So that's, that was what camo was, so they could blend in. Um, World War I also developed uh, more advanced weapons that the soldiers had to carry supplies for, such as machine guns and uh, artillery shell weapons. And those artillery weapons included the Paris gun, Big Bertha, and other ones. Um, World War I also had an advancement in gas, which uh, Fritz Haber developed, and uh, big weapons such as tanks and planes. Um, so that's pretty much all I have to say for my second podcast. Uh, it's a lot longer than the first one, about two minutes longer. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed learning about what each army wore on the Allied side. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later.